0: It's days like this that just make me step back and think. There are nine-day-old children who have never experienced a magic loss, who just live in just pure bliss, and we have to protect them. We have to protect that innocence because this party is not stopping. How the Orlando Magic picked up a fifth straight win. It's time for Locked On Magic. You are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is December 17th, 2022. My name is Philip Rosenreich. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR_OMD. underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, that is five games in a row. The Orlando Magic defeat the Boston Celtics 117-109 to 109 in just a honestly shocking display of maturity and poise and composure on the road with so many things working against them and so many things going against them. This is a a really good win. Um, There's just no other way to say it. We're going to break it all down. Coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. I sat here earlier on Friday when I recorded um, recorded our last episode of Locked On Magic, and and admittedly had a pretty bleak outlook on this thing, on this game. The Celtics do a lot of things that the Magic struggle with. They are a very, very, very good team. And Orlando is prone to slipping. They're prone, to, especially lately, especially in that Atlanta game, they're prone to making mistakes and, and, and making the kind of plays that young teams make. And the Celtics are not a team that you can play like a young team against. And it certainly didn't look like that, that way early. Boston jumped out to a 14-4 lead. The energy in the TD Garden was flowing with that team back from a long West Coast road trip, long, well, long cross country road trip. It wasn't just the West Coast, uh, and everything just seemingly coming into place for them. With Robert Williams returning, providing another boost of energy. The Magic, you know, Jabal Mosley said on the Valley Sports Florida broadcast, "We need to punch first. and the Magic got hit pretty darn hard. And so the theme of this game. Because obviously the Magic won. They came back. The theme of this game is maturity. The theme of this game is poise. The theme of this game is all those little like, intangible things that we've talked about for so long on this show that we were going to get to eventually. That if you just keep the core, if you stay the course, if you believe enough, this team was going to get to it. This team was gonna to get to that point. You just had to sit back and believe. You just had to sit back and, and let that come. Go through some of the some some of the heartaches, some of the pain of it to get to it. That's what we said. And honestly, like I, I could sit here for the first time since the 2019 season, maybe parts of the 2020 season. Since the last time the Magic were in the playoffs, because that's you know, you have to be able to do these things to win these games to go to the playoffs. I can sit say the Magic are doing these things more and more and more. They're doing these things when they don't have their best stuff, when they are struggling, when they do get punched in the mouth, to come back and just stay the course. This win streak is two parts. And we're going we're to take on both of those parts here. The first part is poison composure. And that's what the Magic showed throughout the course of this game. Down 14-4. Call timeout, regroup, come back, fight back, claw back, re up that defense, be a little bit more physical, get some turnovers, stick to what's working offensively, continuing to get to the basket, eventually finding your way to the foul line and climb back into the game. Look, the magic, certainly before this win streak, during that nine game losing streak, as, as even the broadcast noted, The same thing happened against Toronto. They went down early against Toronto, and that game was done. This game could have been over to a team that wasn't feeling this kind of confidence and this kind of composure and poise. This game very easily could have been over. But the Magic stayed on the grind. The Magic kept churning those legs. They kept going at it. They kept trying. They kept kind of doing what they know they have to do. They sharpened up a little bit, sure. They got more physical, sure. They made those adjustments, and they stayed in the game. And eventually, they started making the plays. They were the aggressors, and Boston was trying to figure out how to stop them. Because, you know, when Franz is hitting crazy layups and hook shots, and Terrence Ross is pulling out the Xavier Simpson-Robin Lopez hook shot. Terrence told us he was working on it, that he was a- asking Xavier to show him how to do that uh, in training camp. When you're making those kind of shots, the conference is all there, but the credit to spurring this game goes to Mo Wagner, who just played with intense physicality uh, and was able to make the Celtics uncomfortable. They couldn't execute their stuff. They couldn't get into what they wanted to do. Everything Everything wasn't blocked off completely, But it was pretty heavily contested. And that fed the Magic's offense. You get back into games with your defense. You don't get back into games by outscoring the other team. You get back into games with your defense. And that's where it started for the Magic. That's where this team found itself at last. And that's where the Magic eventually pulled away. Building up a 10-point lead. Building up a 15-point lead. Getting that lead out all the way to 18 points against the best team in the league. But again, that's, that's impressive. But for a young team, that's not the most impressive thing. Because yeah, they not only climbed back into the game, they built their lead, and then they hung on. The Celtics cut that 19, 18, 19-point 19 deficit to single digits. That happening at home... You get some energy, you lift your, You find a way to get lifted. On the road, that's where it's tougher to turn the tide. And so perhaps more impressively than anything else, even with the, the TD Garden might be the best NBA arena experience. When that building is full and it is always full, those fans are on top of you. They're loud. They make themselves known. That is not a fun environment to be in if you're a road team. It's a great environment to play in. It's really exciting. It's, it's it's it. You could feel the energy on the on the TV screen. But as Boston got back into the game, you felt that the tide was turning and that you know every Magic fan and i you know maybe even some of the players probably felt like oh boy here we go this is it. But instead of giving into that feeling, this team just like it did against Atlanta on Wednesday, just like it did against Toronto in both games, to be perfectly honest, just like they did in all those games, they fought back. They made that big shot, those big series of plays to quiet them down. Jamal Mosley gives us all the coaching cliches. He he could be a walking cliche at times, telling us this is a game of runs. But honestly, there's a reason things are cliches. It's because they're true sometimes. This game, this league especially, is about how do you manage those runs? How do you stop the bleeding? How do you respond? And time and time again, just like Wednesday night against Atlanta, when they did give up a big lead 29 down to 9, 8 they never got closer. The Celtics should have threatened in this game. You know, our good friend from Lockdown Celtics, John Corrales, tweeted at one point uh, early in the fourth quarter. Celtics down by 10, they're reloading their starters. This is where you put away a bad team. And I don't that's not any offense from, from John. John's a good friend of ours here on the show. The Magic are, you know, 9 and 20 entering this game. They, they qualify for that for now. But the Magic answered every single time. They got a big shot from Terrence Ross. They got a big shot from Cole Anthony they got a big shot from Franz Wagner or a free throw from Paolo Bancaro. And at the end of the game, they got big plays from Markel Fultz, hitting two mid-range jumpers from his spots that he loves, the shots that he missed against the Clippers, by the way, and then a layup that put this game away. And all the while, the Magic got stops. They dug down, they defended. They got some three-point luck. I won't lie about that. They did. But they were able to pull it out. They were able to win this game. They were able to do so even through all the panic, even through all the chaos, even through everything that happens when you are the road team in the NBA. They kept their cool. They kept their poise. They won the freaking game. And so that takes us to the second element of why this win streak is happening, of why this is happening. Something that that several players have spoken about time and time again. There is real belief in this team. There is real belief in this group. And finally, we're seeing results of that belief. We're going to talk about ways that that belief manifests itself. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from the NHTSA. You're hanging out with some friends, it's it's Friday night as I'm recording this, and putting back a few drinks. A few can become too a few too many very quickly. And as the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. But nah. You live nearby, you can make it home. Okay, it's it's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job you total your car, you kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers in our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, please think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Today's by our friends at Prize Picks. Look, it's a big day on Saturday. You know, as, as, as I'm recording this Friday night, Saturday is a big day. You got college football all day long, including our beloved Florida Gators. Maybe not a lot to be beloved there right now. The NFL is going on, including a big, massive game between the Miami Dolphins and Buffalo Bills. It's going to be cold up there, guys, and the Dolphins are wearing all white. Should be be a fun one there, too. Plus, a full slate of NBA games with the Magic playing a 3 o'clock tip on Sunday against the Boston Celtics. We all want to get in on the action, of course, and we all want to play the best daily fantasy game out there, especially on a busy, busy sports Saturday of the World Cups, even on Sunday, too. That's why Prize Picks is the best game to play. Unlike those other daily fantasy games where you're playing against these massive pools of player of people, with only a few people getting the actual prizes, Prize Picks is just you versus the projected numbers. If you believe Paolo Bancaro is going to score 20 points in the game against the Boston Celtics, you say he's going to score more than 20 points in Sunday's game against the Boston Celtics. If you believe Tua Tagovailoa is going to get fewer than 275 passing yards in the game against the Buffalo Bills on Saturday, you say he's got to get fewer than 275 passing yards against the Buffalo Bills on Saturday. It's really honestly that easy. What you do is you pick two to six of these, these picks, these players, and you have the chance to win 25 times your money. There's no competing against other people. It's really just you versus the projections. And like I said, you can get prize picks projections on anything from the college football bowl games to the NBA to the NHL to NFL games to, to soccer on Sunday, on Saturday, and, so, and Sunday. You can get it on anything. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's easy, safe, and fast withdrawals. It's currently operational in more than 30 states, including here in Florida and Canada. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 with promo code LOCKED ON. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code LOCKEDON at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast every Monday through Friday from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights. Only Locked On can provide the Locked On Sports Today podcast available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Like I said, there's been two elements to this winning streak. Poise, composure, maturity are big ones. Um, Talked a lot about how young this team is and, and how mistake-prone they can be. We are watching them grow up in real time. The way they are handling these teams, the way they are handling these runs, the way they are handling the adversity that they're facing during this win streak, the way they responded to a nine-game losing streak. Yeah, getting healthy has helped a lot, but the way they've responded is exactly what you want to see, is exactly the growth you want to see, and is exactly the progress this team wants to make. If the, you know, we could chop off that first quarter of the season, if the Magic keep playing this way, and they're obviously not going to win 60 straight games. There's going to be a loss here someday. If the Magic keep playing at this consistent level, we're going to consider this season a success. They're defending hard. They're moving the ball well. They're, finding, they're, they're, they're cr- creating an identity. They're playing together. They're doing everything that we could ask for. And, and, and you're obviously learning a lot about this team and how they fit together and maybe what they need a little bit, because again, we will face adversity again, but we are seeing how this team responds to all of it. That poise and that maturity should not be taken for granted and should be pointed out and should be celebrated because there's obviously still more work to do. But the team is doing that work. But the other part of this equation is belief fans are maybe a little bit later to believe because we've been scarred by so much but but this roster this team believes and that's that's where it starts um you know I'll, uh, you know it's 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 as simple as that this team believes it can be good this team believes in what they are doing Again, it is. There have been tweaks. They're switching a whole lot less. I thought they say switched more at the beginning of the game when they were struggling than they did at any time during the homestand during the successful parts of the homestand. So, you know, I think I think they want to try switching out. They want to keep testing this team. They you know they probably believed they were ready for it a little bit. Maybe they weren't. But very very clearly. They've made some tweaks to what they're trying to do to help this team be more successful, to be more successful in the short term. But by the same token, they're not doing very much different, you know tactically. They're just doing it all a whole lot better. There are, something clicked, something, something worked that everyone is just like, oh, oh yeah, that's that's the answer. And that's what we're seeing from this Magic team. That's what we're seeing play out every single time. This team believes. They believe in each other. They believe in the coaching staff. They believe in the philosophy. But most importantly, they believe they can win. You can't win if you don't believe that first. And when you're in a losing situation, when you've lost as many games as the Magic have, that can be the hardest thing to recreate. That can be the hardest thing to instill. Um, That's what's so hard about the end of seasons when the playoffs are gone and that dream is dead because then you start to think, well, we we can't do this. You know, it's, it's, it's whatever. It's one, two, three, Cancun. But this Magic team believes, and you can see it in how they interact with each other. You can see it in how they accept their roles because when players play well, they play more. Mo Wagner led the team with 25 points, but the Magic kept the Celtics at bay because of their bench group, because of Cole Anthony, because of Mo Bamba especially. And so Mo Bamba got more time until it looked like he was really tired and the Celtics were making a little bit of a later push, and they went back to Mo Wagner at that point. Cole Anthony was on the floor at the end of the game because his shot-making, and honestly, even his defense were too valuable to bring off the bench, and Bull Bull had a really rough game. The Magic know that they have this by-committee style and that everyone can get their chance and their opportunity. And that frees everybody up to know like, hey, I do my role, I will be rewarded for it. I will be given that chance to close the game. I will be given that chance for more. And and, and until, until I'm not, until the team needs something else. This belief is so central to everything because this thing isn't going to turn. The rebuild phase isn't going to end without belief. And you can hear it in the way the Magic talk. They're like, yes, we're playing really, really well, but we know we have more in reserve. We're excited to bring back a Wendell Carter, a Gary Harris, a Jonathan Isaac, or Chumo KK. They know they're still going to get better. And as Mo Wagner put it after the win over the LA Clippers... It's, it's hard to grind, even if you believe in that future, without the results. This team believes in its future. They all say it. But now they're getting the results. Now they are getting that dopamine hit or whatever it is. They're getting the wins. And as much as they want to stay level-headed, which they have done, they kept that poise, you could stay level-headed while losing. Staying level-headed by winning, that's confidence. That's a belief that they're still going to do a whole lot more. That they're still going to push this thing forward. Like I said, this win streak ain't going to last forever. Sunday is going to be a much tougher game against this Boston Celtics team than this game was. Um, Boston's going to be angry. They're going to be more focused. They're gonna, they know Orlando's done a number on them defensively. Or offensively. They're going to be ready to play on Sunday afternoon. And the Magic need to be ready to play too. But we're coming up near the end of the most difficult part of the Magic schedule. team is extremely confident. This team is not only, experience, not only believing they can win, they're experiencing winning. And that's only elevated their play. That's only made them better. Now, this is still a young team. They could lose this. They could lose this spark. And one of the things that this group's going to have to learn is how to regain that spark when they go through another rough patch in the schedule or a rough patch in the season. It's going to happen. But the way this team has this season so far and the way this team has handled things during this win streak, that's certainly a positive sign of what this team is capable of doing. We're going to go through the box score, talk about some individual performances and players coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at BetOnline. Betonline BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college ball season to basketball and the World Cup. They've got it all at betonline.net. Plus, they still have rookie of the year odds, I believe. Even some coach of the year odds as well. Let's, let's get a late run for Jamal Mosley, why don't we? Um, I don't. That, that, that's probably gone. If you love sports podcasts, too, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.
1: Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: All right, let's run through the final box scores. The Orlando Magic defeat the Boston Celtics 117-109. If I have not stressed this enough, this is the best win of the season. Um, you know they've they've had blowout wins where they led wire to wire. The Atlanta game was obviously the first game they've w- they won wire to wire since uh, August second, twenty twenty. The Sacramento Kings game, yeah, you know the one. Um, this is now a five game win streak. The first time in Magic have had a five game win streak since August second, twenty twenty. You know you know that game. You know the one. Um, this is just this was just a. Uh, such a strong performance. Um, you know, I I just, I just gotta... Before we dive into individual players, let me just start there. This was a Magic team that never really... Again, the poise to me is the most impressive thing. The fact that they're able to kind of keep their heads through everything that's going on. Um, that they're able to keep their heads through all the struggles they were having early on in this game. They took that punch... And they just punched back. And they punched back bigger. Their bench came through in such a meaningful way. Uh, every player off the Magic's bench except for one, Kevon Harris, had a positive plus minus. Kevon Harris was at minus one. Um, every, you know, Even the Magic starters were, really, were pretty good considering how badly they got beat early on in the game. Um, the Magic... Th- this game was a team effort. And, and that's what's so exciting about this. Like, look... Yes, Paolo and Franz got their numbers, but they worked efficient. they worked great. They got contributions from everyone and I'm not going to go through every single player on this roster because my time is limited here. I don't want to take too much of your time, but this was just a, a fantastic game all around from several players from several players and from everyone. It was just you don't you don't win a game like this against an opponent like Boston without playing really well. And Orlando played. Really, really well. Great on defense. Energy was great. The attention to detail was pretty good. There, there's some things I'd argue with, but overall, really good contesting shots. Overall, you know, pretty decent on the offensive glass. You know, again, the only problem was maybe fouling a little too much. Third quarter got really bogged down. Orlando punched really really hard early. Fouls kind of brought Boston back in the game, disrupted the flow of the game. But overall, just Orlando won this game and just won it pretty handily. It was just really, really impressive. Um... Let's start with the stars, just to, just to get them out of the way. Paolo Bancaro, twenty points, five for thirteen shooting, three for six from deep, seven for eight from the foul line, five rebounds, five assists. Um, you, you know, look, Paolo definitely kind of struggled to get himself going. He he, he didn't. He got to the basket plenty. Obviously, got to the line eight free throws. That's that's still it's still amazing to me that a rookie's doing that, and that's his average. Um, but able to get to the foul line, able to get the basket. Just got to be better finishing. But you know, as as I would point out to everyone, like. If this is a bad Palo Bancaro game, like 25 and 5 is a bad game for him. Like, that's 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 where we're at with Palo Bancaro, where he's going to get 20 come hell or high water, and either could do a good 20 or a bad 20. It's not going to take too much away from this team. Now, like, obviously, if this were a close game, uh, you know, I think having Palo struggle and Franz struggle is detrimental, but we're seeing Orlando win games where both Palo and Franz aren't doing everything or aren't. Efficient or aren't playing at the highest level that they can. Um, That's, that's honestly, that's like not concerning because they're both going to get better. Like, I I just, I have to point that out. Like, this season's version of Palo Bancaro will be the worst Palo Bancaro we see for the rest of his career. I I just, I want to drive that point home to everyone. This year's Palo Bancaro is the worst version of Palo Bancaro we will see for the rest of his career. I just want you to just, uh, just 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 think on that. Franz is kind of in the same boat. 19 points, 6 for 19 shooting, 1 for 7 from deep, really struggled there, 6 for 6 from the foul line, 4 rebounds for him. Um, this, again, I think he his, his finishing at the rim is starting to come back down to earth. Um, he's doing a really good job getting to the basket. He's getting plenty of those opportunities. I'd like to see him work that mid-range game back. I don't think we've seen him do that Dirk step back for a little while, but he's getting to the basket anytime he wants. He's getting to the foul line a whole lot more. It's hard to argue with his shots. It's hard to argue that he's not taking the best shots that he can. So, I I, I like what Franz is doing. I want him to do more of it. Um, I want him to just uh, you just keep doing what he's going to do. He's going like like Paolo. He's going to get better. His brother Beau Wagner was really the catalyst for this game. Twenty five points, eight rebounds, including four offensive rebounds, nine for twelve from the floor, just everywhere on everyone. Um, really, you know, after the Magic kind of got blitzed early, he set the physical tone for the game. It isn't just that Al Horford punched him where you don't want to get punched if you're a male. Um, you know, or elbowed him. It wasn't a punch, it was an elbow. Um, got ejected for that. Um, but it, it wasn't just that he got under guys' skins. He was on the glass. He was everywhere this team needed him to be. Just a, a fantastic, fantastic game for Mo Wagner. He got steals. He put pressure on guys. He He... He was everywhere and and, and gave the Magic a a kind of steady drumbeat. Got to the foul line when he needed to get to the foul line. Just was able to get a basket, to squeeze that little possession out to get this team over the hump. Um, Just a really nice game. Markel Foltz, 12 points, 5 for 10 shooting, 0 for 1 from deep. Uh, Only 4 assists, felt like he had more. Did have 5 turnovers. Foltz was a little bit out of control, but the end of the game was Foltz's time. He took over winning time. He was the guy that... Uh, he was the guy that that won this game with two huge shots uh, and a layup uh, down the stretch. So three of those five field goals that I mentioned came at the very end of the game uh, when it mattered most. Uh, this this is what we expected from Mark L Falls. This is always what we were hoping to get from Mark L Falls. This is always what we were hoping to see. He de- he delivered, um got to his kill got to his kill spots as he likes to say. Made those jumpers. He's a great mid-range jump shooter, guys. Um, I I, I, I want to end the narrative that he's a bad bad shooter. He, he's a bad three-point shooter. He's a good mid-range shooter. He um, was trying to push the pace maybe a little too fast, but generally he's done a great job of late especially pushing that ball up the court, getting the magic into their offense quicker, and that's where they're most successful. Uh, Terrence Ross has had a quiet year. Still got, you know, had a good game though. Seven points, three for eight shooting, one for five from deep. Made, made those big shots. Like, the shots that he made... You know, we're big shots. Um, So, uh, I really liked what he did. Cole Anthony was to start off the bench, obviously. 14 points, 7 for 13 shooting, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. Really seems to take to that backup role. And, and you know, maybe he doesn't like being called the backup. He's certainly the sixth man at this point. He is finding his spot. Improve on. He's fighting defensively. You know, again, I, I wouldn't say he's a great defender yet, but he fights. He, and that and that's, you know, something that's been growing. Like, I don't think he, wa- he wants to be a bad defender. He knows he needs to be better. He fights, and and that's half the battle. And and he does such a good job on that, able to get to his spots, able to set up his own shot. Slowly starting to get others involved, but off the bench, he's able to kind of do what he needs to do. Mobamba added eight points, three for seven shooting, twelve rebounds, really active on the glass. Five offensive rebounds for Mobamba. That's that's really the big thing for Mobamba. Like, look, he's going to score what he's going to score. The success from Mobamba is rebounding. Twelve offensive rebound, twelve rebounds, five offensive rebounds. That's a successful game for Obama. That is a good game for Obama. Orlando finishes with 20 second-chance points. They match Boston's 20 as well. They have 15 offensive rebounds uh, Again, so just good things there. Um, Orlando wins. Uh, Orlando evens with Boston, 46-46 points in the paint. 20, really, again, the only knock is 18 turnovers for 23 Boston points. You know, it, it, Orlando did a good job taking advantage of some of the Celtics' fatigue from coming back from the road trip. Um, took advantage of the little holes and pockets the Celtics gave them. At the end of the day, when Orlando got the basket, got the ball in the basket, um, you know, they only shot 9 for 33 on 3, so it wasn't like they were killing it from deep. Uh, When the Magic were able to make shots, they got stops. The Celtics shoot just 41.7% from floor, 11 for 46 from deep. They missed a fair amount of open threes. I'm not going to deny that. I don't think the Celtics had their typical 3-point shooting game. But Orlando got stops when they needed to get them. They really did a good job, I think, locking down the paint again. 46 points in the paint, only 32 field goal attempts in the paint for the Celtics. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good job uh, for this Magic team to kind of slow down and and keep the Celtics from being the dangerous team that they are. Just kind of a sloppy game for them. 14 turnovers, 15 Orlando points there. So it wasn't like the Celtics protected the ball a ton either. Jason Tatum was solid with 31 points, 9 for 20 shooting, 11 for 12 from deep. Jalen Brown had 26. Malcolm Brogdon had 15 off the bench, but just 1 for 7 from 3 where he really kills you. Orlando locked down everybody else. No one else was really a factor in this game, and that is a credit to this Orlando Magic team and what they were able to accomplish. The Orlando Magic defeat the Boston Celtics 117-109. We'll do it all again Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock as the Magic take on the Celtics once again in Game 2 of this four-game road trip. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Just find me on Twitter at philip RR underscore omd Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. you're tuned in. Himley Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places on all the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked on Podcast. The Lockdown Sports Today podcast gives you all the latest, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day every Monday through Friday. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for me, though. And I thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Lockdown Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Lockdown Magic, it's been Philip Rossman Reich. We'll see you again next time for another episode of Lockdown Magic.